Hello and welcome to Sneak Review. I'm your host Chris. On this podcast we take a movie we haven't seen yet, we watch the trailer, then we use a time machine to give you our full review of the movie before it's even out. Well, let's start the show. After a several month long unexpected hiatus, we are back. Yay. I wish I had one of the sound effect makers. <laughs> there we go. Zoom zoom. The whole the whole crew's back. We got Amanda's here. We got Scooter. Uh, I don't know anybody named Scooter. I wish I did. We got me, Chris McGonagall, and our guest from the last DC movie we did, Eric, is back, baby. Yes, I am back. So we are here for our 13th movie. We've built it up a little bit all summer. Lucky number 13. Wow. We're doing Suicide Squad. Um, so our last DC venture was Batman v Superman. The only canon ones in this universe now are like Man vs. Steel. Man, Man of Steel. Steel. <laughs> Man vs. Steel. That would, be a, that would be a very easy uh, fight. That was so accidental, but that would be great. And Batman v Superman are the only two that are in like this technical DC universe. But we got Suicide Squad. So before we get into the actual who's in it, who's talking a little bit, we're going to play a little game. We actually have two games today. So, ooh. Oh. There's no time on the clock for this one, but it's got to be instantaneous. You all know it. You've all been asking for it to come back. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Amanda! Amanda's out! <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? Eric! Well, this one time, Amanda. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? A dog bit my face. And that's been... You want to know how I got these scars? The game that everybody wants us to keep playing. <laughs> I'm never prepared enough for that game. We are going to play our second game now. Um, for the first time ever, I, I don't usually leave my guest hanging on a game, but I feel like it needed to be done on this one because Eric, as our DC expert... Um, who I'm for the first time yeah. yes yeah. you always oh. have been and you came oh, prepared okay. this time you yes. brought a list of things notes which is perfect because I know that me and Amanda know almost nothing about this zero so <laughs> we're going to play our good old favorite game where me and Amanda working together have to name as many of the main characters on the squad from this movie as possible right now Amanda you ready we got 45 seconds on the clock that's uh. like ex that's like overtime we got extra time Ready? Let's go. Okay. Margot Robbie. Uh, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Okay. Wait, the Joker's one, obviously. Yeah, the Joker's Jets on there. Leto, yep. Um, Deadshot. Yep. Deadshot. Captain Boomerang. Yep. What? Uh, you know, you know people. The reptile guy. Um, Dead Croc or something. Nick. Some bullshit. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, bullshit. The friendly dinosaur. No, oh no, that's not no. his name. Uh, Barney. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I nailed uh, it. How about Cara Delevingne? Uh, the Enchantress. Oh, there's a guy named Flag. I don't know why. El Diablo? Yep. Uh, Ooh. Uh, how about Karen Fukuhara? Oh, she's oh, the, so, uh, the friendly samurai. samurai. <laughs> Close enough. The like is there Katana? Katana. Katana. Oh. Because you were the first out of everybody here to reach in to get I the chicken. I crushed you. You say grace. That was not a competition, it first was. of all. We it were was. working together. I no. said this no. is... He did... He, you know... It, 
No. <laughs> you are a competitive I monster. Nailed <laughs> I nailed it. So which ones Eric? do we miss, Eric? <laughs> okay. So No, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So the one of them who was missing the name hey, was Hey, the time limits up, lady. Uh, no, no, no. Shut up. Um the uh is somebody important son. What's his name? Oh god. Martin Luther King Jr. No. <laughs> what? No. He's someone's son. He's the son of like the really famous actor. His name wasn't uh, Billy Zane. No, yeah, Scott Eastwood is Scott in Eastwood. Scott oh. Eastwood's son. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who he plays though. They Me keep neither. it a secret. But he's uh, on he's on K- Rick Flagg's um team. Oh, okay. I just don't know what his name is. Captain Griggs. I am impressed, Amanda. You yeah. got way more than I did. Yeah. So you remember that guy Adam Beach from Windtalkers? He played the Navajo? Yeah. He plays Slipknot. Okay. Basically he's good with knots. I mean. <laughs> Is that really his thing? Yeah, that's, that's his amazing. thing. He carries ropes and shit, and he just like... <laughs> this sounds yeah, like, like somebody's joke version of superheroes. Yeah, man, this is what happens when you bring real life to a movie, you know, comic books. Real and, life. Yeah, real life. Uh, you basically got all of them. So uh, Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Leto plays the Joker. Mm-hmm. Cara Delevingne plays June Moon, a.k.a. the Enchantress, because she gets possessed. Uh, ben Affleck plays Batman. Bat. Will Smith is Floyd Lawton slash Deadshot. Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. Uh, Joel Kinnaman from The Killing and Robocop is... Is uh, he Flag? Yeah, he's, oh, he's that's Colonel Rick Flag. Yeah. Um, and then Karen Fukuhara, who is basically brand new. So she plays Katana, who her sword that she has, yeah. actually when she kills people, actually puts their souls into the sword. Ooh, oh, badass. And then there is El Diablo, Killer Croc, Viola Davis plays Amanda Waller. Oh, in, Amanda Waller. Yeah, who's in charge of, I guess, normally Argus, who puts together the Suicide Squad and stuff. Oh, okay. Then Ike Barinholtz plays Captain Griggs. Common actually plays Common. Monster T. Oh, uh, Monster as T. I, I pity the fool. Is, <laughs> <laughs> he, he wears reverse chains. <laughs> what a reverse... <laughs> um, then Adam Beach plays Slipknot. Um, and then, I don't know how this... Supermodel chick got in here, but she's on here. And then um, there's this new chick, Shaylin Perry Dixon or whatever. She Ooh. plays um, Deadshot's daughter. Okay. Yeah. Is it Willow? No. Oh. No, did I say it? So she's got like three daughter. names. Is, is it Willow Smith? <laughs> no. Did, were the name that you pronounced, did you mean to say Willow Smith? <laughs> no. I mean, I guess her superhero name would be like Whiplash because she whips her hair back. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. It was perfect. So I looked up the director and the writer and stuff, and I am very impressed with one thing here. David Ayer is directing it and writing it. You may know him from... He directed Fury, the tank movie, which was a pretty good movie. Sabotage, End of Watch, Street (coughs) Street Kings, other movies I've never heard of. Then writing-wise, now here's where I start to like him a lot. Didn't he what? Why do I feel like Fight Club's in there? No. No, that's Fincher, right? Yeah, that's Fincher. No, this is... uh, I'm going to go backwards. Fury was the last movie he wrote. Suicide Squad, Fury, Sabotage, which I think was not the Arnold Schwarzenegger or Mark Wahlberg, one of those. Right? Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Schwarzenegger. Listen, all y'all. It's (laughs) (laughs) End of Watch, he wrote, which I I heard that was really good. I've never seen it. it. It's that, like, found footage cop movie, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of it's that found it's found footage. Some of it, yeah, it's got a cool plot twist in it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that's really good. He wrote Harsh Times, which I don't know what that is. But then we got SWAT, 
which okay. wasn't wasn't bad movie. It really but wasn't based off the show. Dark Blue, which I actually really like that movie with Kurt Russell is like the movie during the Rodney King uh, riots. You know, I only saw that one. Very good movie. He wrote that. He wrote Training Day, which okay. is one of my favorites. He wrote the screenplay to The Fast and the Furious, Holy the first shit. one. Shit. He wrote it. He didn't write the story. Uh, this uh, some other guy. But he wrote the concept of it. Yeah, but he he like wrote the dialogue and all this stuff. It probably got changed, but like he still was a part of that. And then U five seven one, which was also I liked a, U5 a pretty good submarine movie. Yeah, and it's all like in the same. It's all the same type of movie. I feel like. I mean the U five seven one ops way. or cops or oh. <laughs> like. Maybe he likes just service, like yeah. Maybe he likes writing ensemble movies. Maybe you uh-huh. should he can. Shmouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Jesus, violence in the studio. No, that's really gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't think we have any Fast and the Furious news or any Chastain related news. Um, I have a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, in in which regard? Uh, Fast and the Furious. Okay, hold on. Because I don't give a shit about it's a good chest. News. Note to self, <laughs> turn that song down at a thousand percent. <laughs> that was fun. Anyways, what's your news? Um, I was on Instagram today and The Rock posted the fact that he's been transformed into a Pokemon character. So it's now hashtag PokeRock. Okay. It's brilliant. <laughs> okay. I could see that. That's going to come into play in Fast 8, I'm sure. That's great. Good. The, yeah. uh, that's Amanda, our uh, Fast and the Furious correspondent. <laughs> I'm a live from resi- the <laughs> resident uh, rock follower. So. Yes. If we have any Hobbs questions, we're coming straight to you. But back to the superhero movie we have at hand, not the Fast and the Furious, Suicide Squad. So, guys, we're going to watch a trailer real quick. Um, Trails. We've talk seen trail. several. We're going to talk trails. Oh, I have a theme song for this shit now, yeah, don't you I? Do. Th- this song's just, this show's become just theme song after theme song. <laughs> so Soon it'll be all theme songs. <laughs> talk trails. Talking trails. And we are talking trails, guys. So there's been a million Suicide Squad trailers. When it first came out, the trailer, I was very vocal about the fact that it looked terrible. As it's been getting closer, some of them have been looking decent. I haven't watched this Comic-Con yet, one yet. H- have you seen this yet, Eric? Yeah, I've okay. seen them all. <laughs> all of the trails. All right, Here we go. Here's to honor among thieves. We almost pulled it off. Despite what everybody thought, don't forget, we're the bad guys. Looks like a music video. Please don't make any sudden moves. What do you guys think of the trailer? I really like the Comic Con one. I like how the, the music matches a lot of the action sequences. Yeah, I, I think the more they show. What the movie actually is going to be like, the more I'm excited about it. So I, I think it's probably just the marketing threw me off at first. Yeah, so, oh. I don't. Th- I don't think they wanted to give away or give people too much information, uh, you know, so far out until like the Comic Con trailer, the final trailer. Yeah, you know, so people can't just start speculating from day one, like, oh, all this stuff. You know, now it's like, oh shit, 
we have all this new content and it's coming out in like a week. Yeah, so they yeah, I, I like that though. I like any movie that doesn't show you everything right up front. Yeah. It's good. Good as far as I'm concerned. Amanda, what do you think? Um, I actually didn't like that so much of the trailer matched up with the music. Uh, but that's just the trailer. I I liked what I saw yeah. of the movie. One thing that gets me is is Harley Quinn that sexualized or is it just cuz Margot Robbie's hot? Both? Both. Oh, in the comics she was sexual too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not so much when she was introduced in um, the animated series, but as like the video games went on and the comics got, went on, within the last fifteen years, she's definitely been more and more. Oh, okay. Just like Catwoman and Poison Ivy, they're all all their costumes have gone real like sexy. Yeah, I guess is the way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just like I feel like a bunch of the scenes they show in the trailer of her, it's always like the hot stuff, and I'm like, oh, I there's know. they had character specific trailers. I saw hers and it was pretty good. Do you see the when she holds holds up her red and black costume out of out of that box of junk that she has, and then she throws that aside and she picks up her hot pants. <laughs> oh no, I didn't see. I didn't notice yeah. that. That's funny. She, I like that. She, so she pulls out her like her hammer and all her stuff, like her old comic book gag stuff, right? But she pulls out her jumpsuit. And it's red and black. And I'm like, oh yeah. shit! And then <laughs> she yeah, she throws it. Like <laughs> I'm not funny. wearing that. And then yeah. she. <laughs> That's cool, and actually, uh, I'm kind of glad that Suicide Squad... I'm assuming this is taking place at the current time in the DC universe, or relatively modern DC movie stuff. So, say what you will about Zack Snyder, and like he did... He's probably not in charge of the DC movie universe anymore, though he still gets the Justice League movies. He still did do a good thing in putting us in the future DC universe where it's we already like Batman's older now we're gonna meet the Joker for the first time when Batman has been fighting him for like years and he killed Robin and all this other shit so we're coming in in the middle of the universe which is cool you're getting more experienced villains versus fresh villains because I think like Heath Ledger versus Jared Leto would have been very hard Mm -hmm. but because he's such a different it's gonna be so much different than Heath Ledger who is just like this mysterious guy comes out of nowhere yeah yeah, um, and I, like, not that, I, I mean, everybody loves an origin story, but I was kind of like, ugh, we have to go, we have to slog through all of the stories that we kind of already know. Yeah. And um, that leaves them to a lot of criticism of, like, this one did it better, and I wish it was more like this. They just kind of skipped all that yeah. and uh, yes. brought us to all of these new stories, which is really cool. Yeah, Eric, which member of the squad are you most excited for? I'm, I'm excited to see Deadshot, obviously. I got to see the whole movie to see Will Smith's rendition of it. Um, so you know him from the comics, Deadshot? Comics. Yeah. They did it on Arrow. They they had the Suicide Squad on there, too. Oh. But because they were making the movie, they actually had to kill all the characters on the show off. So the, like, the Amanda Waller on the TV show had to get killed. The Deadshot had to get killed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't want any conflicting things. <laughs> so it was like... When that happened, I'm like, well, they're making a Flash movie, so what are they going to do with the Flash yeah. now? <laughs> so, Deadshot, I mean, Captain Boomerang, who has always been one of Flash's, like, craziest rogues, it's like, oh, a guy who throws boomerangs, right? So it's like, so I want to see him, like, actually portrayed. Yeah. They did it on Arrow too, Captain Boomerang, and he was pretty neat. Uh, they did Katana on Arrow. El Diablo's new. Killer Croc is interesting because this is the first live action killer croc with like the prosthetics and everything and i mean prosthetics look great they They do so good you know like the like the arkham games for xbox and playstation the computer 
they always make Killer Croc way bigger than, you know, like he was like this mutant thing when all he really had was like this skin disease. Oh. Where he's just a big dude and he's, you know, got sharpened teeth and he looks like a crocodile. It yeah. makes it, brings it to reality. IRL. Yeah. Which I, is pretty I, nifty. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited for, honestly, just Will Smith. I feel like I haven't seen in many things lately that mm. I've been very excited about. Like he was in, uh, you know, Hancock was decent, I guess. That was a few years ago. He was in that uh, movie with Jaden on <laughs> Earth. After Earth, Earth, it wasn't very good. No, it wasn't good at all. Uh, So I'm kind of excited. I Am Legend, I guess I like to say. I haven't really loved anything he's been in in a while. And he's, I don't know, he's a classic actor, I think. Even though he's kind of ridiculous sometimes, he's still great. I'd watch him anything. You you know he was in Focus with Margot Robbie, right? Oh, yeah, I never saw that. I didn't see it either. I'm excited to see June Moon slash The Enchantress. Yes. I'm not a fan of Kara, but... I'm always a fan of, like, the witch or the enchantress character in anything, really. Who so. is Kara? Is she, like, that French blonde actress that was in one she's of the Inspector? She's, yeah, she's she a Inspector? model. I don't think one so. One of the James Bond movies? No. no. I do not know her. <laughs> no, but there's a trailer where um, June Moon goes into a conference with, I guess, like, Amanda Waller and a bunch of other people, right? And they're like, oh, and they start giving her shit about her talking about, I don't know, this enchantress chick. And um, they're like, oh, we need proof. And then it literally, it switches right there to her being the enchantress, right, where she gets all that shit all around her. And she's, and then they're like, they're all horrified, and it's nuts because it's just like a quick, you have yeah. to see it. It was like this crazy transformation where it goes from her being normal to her being enchantress. Ah, yeah. that's cool. Well, she's kind of known for, so she's really, really pretty, but she's kind of known for being a weirdo in her real life like she's just she's goofy but then she could be real fucking weird and like i don't know just like creep people out sometimes she's like an ariana grande licking donuts in a donut store type of person yeah but that's cutesy that's like very very kitsch she's like like i don't give a fuck taylor kish good actor (laughs) yeah hollywood doesn't want to hire him anymore You know, let's just talk about Taylor Kish for the next Should 45 talk minutes. Talk about women who break the mold of being cute and know. hot and sexy. I don't know, You're though. Bringing it back to I Maryland. would kind of rather talk about this male actor because yeah. I feel like he got the shit under the stick being a white dude. Come on. Now he gets no work. It's sad. He was in True Detective Season 2, man. True Detective Season 2. Well, Battleship. And Battleship. The two best things of the 20th century. Mode Survivor. Was he in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in that. He was in uh, something else, too. Yeah, We're, and that's Kitsch Talk. Talking Kitsch. Oh, Hello? Hey, we're hey, back. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Taylor Kish came in and pulled out one of the plugs, and we lost audio for a second. <laughs> the so. ghost of Taylor Kish. No. <laughs> yeah, now I it understand why. It was the Enchantress. He... She didn't like the fact that you cut me off. <laughs> now I understand why Taylor Kish is the Enchantress. That's what's happening, right? <laughs> So we're going to, you know, we came back just to take our time machine and go into the future. Watch. Did you fix my seatbelt thing? Uh, I tried. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll find out in a second, Eric. <laughs> I don't think the glue's dry yet, though. Well, it wasn't. It's not glue. It's milk. <laughs> I thought it, I heard it would dry faster. 
You thought milk oh, would drive. For the love of God. Yeah, isn't milk the one that drives no. really fast? And I you can take your rust off yeah. your bike. I'm sitting in no, no, no. a wet spot. I tried to get no, the rust with some good. coke. No, that works. No. Oh, fuck. That's the noise of a van hurt <laughs> from traveling <laughs> to the future. <laughs> My back. We're back. But we're back from the future. I hope we... our workman comp's pretty good. Yeah. Um, nope. Or otherwise, it's like they signed us up to be some sort of suicide work group. I don't know. <laughs> so we saw Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> movie goers. Uh, movie trip. Are we some kind viewers? of suicide movie viewers? Yes. <laughs> With this time machine, I would say so. Duct tape. I think I saw some Milk. elastic bands. Milk. Milk. So Suicide Squad, guys. Yeah. We saw it. Let's... Thanks, squad, guys. We saw it. That's what the trailer said. I think Amanda was yelling during the movie, hashtag squad goals. Hashtag squad goals. I don't know about you guys, but I think that the way they started it was great because it, it puts you right in the action. You see like how things are going wrong, and it's like such a fun scene with Batman involved. And I, I just think it's a, a really cool way to tie you into the whole story and to, like, okay. Yeah, it's a good lead-in for people who are expecting to see villains of Batman. They got to see Batman, too. The way they introduced uh, old Flaggy Boy. Rebel Cop? Yeah, Flag Man. <laughs> more flags, more fun! <laughs> He's the Six Flags guy, you know? We need yeah. the Six Flag theme song. <laughs> I believe that's the... Uh, the Venga Bus? Ba- just, By the Venga yes. Boys? <laughs> Is that the song you were thinking of? Why does Amanda know <laughs> So another part that I liked, w- once we start getting into the movie a little bit, like 30 minutes in, when they start actually doing the individual character intros, once Amanda Waller starts, you know, she, she starts getting the team together and they start kind of doing the little intros where they roll them out of the, the cells and everything. I think that's the perfect way to introduce these squad members because even though we just played a game where we had to guess them before we went into the future. Um, so I, I just think it was the perfect way to intro these people. Like, Harley Quinn, obviously, people know a little bit more, but, like, I don't know anything about Deadshot or why he's got a weird eye or any of that stuff. And so just for them to, like, roll the people in, and they had kind of, like, some of the parts were really funny, and then some of them just showing how badass, like, uh, Crocodile Man or whatever his name is. You um, saw the whole movie. I know, and I don't remember their names. I'm not good at names. Crocodile Man. Crocodile Man. So who was your favorite um, character intro, Amanda? I would have to say the Enchantress, which I am so happy that she's part of this because she ended up being my favorite. Um, I really thought it was going to be Harley Quinn, but I think that I saw way too much of Harley Quinn and who she was and um, her intro in the trailers already yeah they did show a lot of it because i i feel like that's the headliner uh, even though will smith is a very big actor i think everybody was so excited to see harley quinn and they just kind of promoted the shit out of it yeah so there was really no surprise with her in the beginning because you know you saw her in the cell and you saw her getting you know suited up and all that kind of stuff so seeing the stuff with enchantress was great I really liked uh, that fire guy. <laughs> he El was Diablo? cool. Yeah, El Diablo. There we go. The guy with the skull in his face. Yeah, that guy was cool. Because I l- knew nothing about him. I didn't know there was a character that could shoot fire until the trailer we watched before this. And uh, I- I'm sold. I like fire characters. They're always cool. And I think this one, there's something menacing about the way he looks and also just the way he acts. And yeah. I-, I don't know. It's- it's- it was very cool. It's funny how people had to tiptoe around him, too. <laughs> Not like the Hulk, but he was sort of like if you... He needs to get angry to use his powers. Yeah. So this is the Hulk. 
I'm, ta- I'm talking fire, angry fire. Angry <laughs> so fire. So it was kind of like they had to play with that, get him angry enough, but like not angry at them. In his intro, he has a troubled past with his fire abilities and stuff, which is why he didn't want to use them to begin with. Yeah. But anyway. I think that's inherent in a pyromania. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean. Fire tends to cause trouble. Well, I only burnt down my house, uh, and, you know. But that was cool to me is the way that they, when a character's backstory mattered, they put it into the intro and like how they were talking about the characters as yes. they were introduced. But then some of the characters, they just purposely like made it, oh, but their past is mysterious. Like you just don't know what their past is in characters where it doesn't matter. And then Flag, you kind of got all the info you needed just from him being himself around the other guys. Right. What do you guys think about Batman? I mean, he came in a few parts throughout this movie. I, uh, as I said, up, up front and then kind of uh, a little bit later in the movie, you don't really expect it as much. And he comes back, and I thought that part was cool, on top of the Joker's car and all that. Yeah, like I said. Um... We still don't know if he has insurance. <laughs> yeah, I know. I always wonder that in these movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. is that guy insurance? Yeah. But um, I think it was a good tie-in for, you know, Batman fans. And, but um, he was sprinkled as needed. It, it wasn't yep. a Batman movie, nope. which was great. Yeah, he was literally like a just a plot point that would like be there to screw up everything. And once the Joker kind of starts uh, going off and doing his crazy stuff, then yeah. Batman becomes involved to stop the Joker. Yeah. And then with what we've seen in Batman v Superman, it makes a lot of sense why Batman's always going to get involved anytime the Joker's involved because right. he's like, you killed Robin. Right, yeah. Well, if there's that 1% chance, then he's got to take it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's um it just makes it a fuller world. It makes it not separate from everything, but it it was yeah. a good balance. Yeah, mm. and the t- the tone um it was serious like the DC movies and comics. It it was grown up, but it also did have a a, a much lighter vibe. It wasn't as much slow motion, which I really liked. Mm. I I think Batman v Superman got a little too slow motiony at parts. This one, though it had a lot of CGI, I feel like it wasn't as bad CGI. Like, they only used it in parts when they really needed it, and it was never overtly like, this is terrible-looking CGI. It was, oh, this is kind of cool. And the stuff they did with it was really fun, I thought. Like, I I think the effects in this movie were great for a superhero movie. They were. Because the people in this team aren't doing the usual stuff, like, other than the guy shooting fire, but that did look pretty real. They're not, like, doing the usual things that we've seen a million... Like, we've seen Cyclops shoot a beam so many times that we're, like, used to it. It's not that hard to do, probably. <laughs> but then some of these people, like the Enchantress, are just doing such weird things, and it looks so good, even with CGI. Mm-hmm. And then they use prosthetics with the uh, croc face. Bad croc. <laughs> yeah, and the Enchantress, unlike Scarlet Witch, I feel like was subtle and less aura-y and more just, like, Creepy shit happening in the corner of your eye. It's, that's fun. I don't even think the Scarlet Witch looks natural with doing her, yeah, she's her just thing. She's like, your fingers are all... Like, Twitchy. I like that. I like that part. Yeah, but like, it looks like she's trying too hard, and then they got to put CGI over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of like the orb aura thing. No. Like, I know something's happening with your hands. You don't need an orb. Yeah. But yeah, but this didn't really do that uh, yeah i've watched dragon ball z so many times as a kid can... that yeah that's not dragon no, ball z that's no, street fighter yeah. <laughs> but anyway sit out this round a minute <laughs> and then... dragon ball z yeah so i always picture somebody with an orb in their hand at all times uh, i assume all of us are just charging up spirit bombs at all times but you know sometimes we're not sometimes we just get to swat up a little squad squad, squad goals, goals. <laughs> yay 
Squad Girls be in a movie that's pretty good. Are we a squad? <gasps> Are we? <laughs> what? Are we? Did we just become a squad? I, we... think, I think I just made this episode magical. Did we just become a squad? We did. Guys, we're changing the title of the podcast. <laughs> to Review Squad. Squad Review? <laughs> squeak Review. The Squeakle. Squad V. <laughs> Squad V review. It just <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It's all of us versus the review of the movie. So guys, write in, tell, uh, tweet at us at Sneak Review. Uh, let us know uh, who on of guests of regular hosts of stuff is which member of the Suicide Squad. So the squad's back, and we're reviewing the squad. What was uh, your favorite action scene in the movie, Amanda? I think the the first their first fighting scene together was such a mess that it was so much fun to watch because everybody's trying to do you know you need it everybody's trying to do their own thing they're all kind of figuring out who's going to fit in where and when and all that kind of stuff so it it's horrible and then it you see where it clicks and it makes it a lot of fun so I like when uh, that one guy like punches the other dude in the fight because it's just so perfect for like he's like hey he's oh sorry it's just like they don't know what they're doing <laughs> they're yet they're so used to hating everybody <laughs> it it is cool I agree with you that was a very fun scene and actually there was a lot more though there wasn't like huge extended action scenes there was more action than a lot of the super movie superhero movies that have been out this is actually like an action movie mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of funny parts and a lot of really good character moments I think. What about you? What's your favorite part? Like I said, the very beginning really sold me on it. But um, but I also think um, the final fight, I, I did like that part when they're talking in the bar and having the conversation. And um, I, I love the way that was setting up the climactic, like, final battle. And it's like, oh, you know, we could have got away with it. And it kind of builds it up like, you know, it they're going to fail. But then obviously you're like, oh, come on. These are the, this is the squad. They're not going to fail. And yeah, this is it, the squad. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I like how it, it brought them. It was that reflecting moment as a team that they're like, oh, okay, well, we've been fighting basically for ourselves this whole time. Mm -hmm. Now you're reflecting going, well, you know. We could have been better, or if we try to escape, they're gonna find us, and we're good. The Patsies, anyway, they're gonna blame us. We're gonna give it that last hurrah and come together. Yeah, I think Amanda Waller had a cool scene at the end where she kind of what? I keep thinking you're gonna say my name. My name is Amanda Pollard. So uh, <laughs> and every time you the part it, when Amanda Pollard was in the movie, yeah, <laughs> I was like, guys, I did a really great job. I love the part when Viola Davis playing Amanda Pollard. <laughs> I, I like towards the end. There's kind of a character moment with her too, where she, you know, even though these are all bad guys, they're helping us, they're saving the day. So she like kind of helps them out at the end there, which I, I liked. You know, she needed a character moment. Mm. Otherwise, she would have just been like the hard ass lady the whole movie. Yeah. We don't really need that. <laughs> Eric, what did you think of the villain? I thought it was a when I thought it was a surprise to be honest with you when I when it was revealed, like when I was sitting there watching it. I thought it was and I really liked what they did with it. It was menacing, it was just incredible. And and they hinted at it from the beginning, which was cool, but in the beginning I don't think you could have been like, "Oh, this is going to be the bad guy." Right. But it was, just the way they hinted at it was very cool. I I agree on that. Yeah. Because the, the trailers have been set up not to give you so much information. They're like, oh, these are your characters. This is what it's going to be about. And 
it showed a lot of destruction. You're like, oh, where are they going and everything. And then more and more as the trailers come out, they give you more and more of the menacing villain thing uh, that comes in. But you never fully know who it is until they reveal it with what goes on and how everything's tied together besides what the Suicide Squad's doing. It was well put together. Yeah. We we are purposely not naming the villain because we don't want to spoil it for you guys. No, no, it's... DC would be up our ass. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say the name and it's... One last note. Yeah. Or, I don't know if we We're keep going. We're not done. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to throw this in. I really liked how the movie, even though they showed a lot of Harley, they showed a lot of Will Smith, it really wasn't about bigger actors compared to the less known actors. It was an ensemble and they were all equally important in how they come together in the whole movie. One person was not outshining the other. It was a whole group team movie. So I really like that. Yeah, the the only ones that I felt like were kind of the focuses were Deadshot and Harley Quinn. But I feel like they weren't in it that much more than the other people. Like, it wasn't like they were clearly the main characters. Mm -hmm. It was, like, a real ensemble piece with all these different people, which is very rare. Like, a new X-Men movie didn't do it well. Like, a lot of superhero movies with this many, they can't do that. Uh, Civil War, even. Like, it's focusing on, like, three characters, maybe, or four characters, not the whole 12. This one, actually, every character is a new main character on the squad who could die at any moment. So you have to care about them. So that if they do die, then you care that they died. Right. You know? So it, it's a cool idea. Oh, I was going to say the, the retro Harley Quinn suit scene was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Yeah. I had to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I'm glad they had it in the movie. And they there must have there was a couple things with other characters that I think were references to comics that I just didn't get. Yeah, I missed a couple things, too. That And I wouldn't even known that I missed them. I just assumed the way they brought them up, they were. Yeah. But I, I think that DC might be better at Marvel with Easter eggs because the Marvel ones, I feel like, are kind of um, handed to you very easily. They mention in, like, Captain America Winter Soldier, like, oh, Doctor Stephen Strange! And it's like, yeah, that's obviously Doctor Strange. <laughs> I like DC, they'll, like, do a very subtle thing. Like, you mentioned with Batman v Superman, there was a lot of parts that you were like, oh, this is from this graphic novel. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that stuff. Well, so I think that's really cool for fans of the comics to watch. I don't yeah. know. They might be better than Marvel in that sense with, like, little Easter eggs. Amanda, you had a thought? Yeah. um, I just like, in general, how I thought going into it, it was going to be, like, a redemption story. Yeah. But um, they're still, like, really big fuck-ups, and they're still bad guys at the end, even though we were rooting for them the whole movie. So I kind of like that juxtaposition of rooting for the bad guy but knowing like yeah i probably shouldn't but like yeah, i like that character and you know that kind of thing and they work together but they're not best buds you know what i mean it, it didn't feel like yeah we accomplished everything and now the world is saved it's like well we made it through that <laughs> kind of feeling and that's <laughs> that's nice you know because the world is always being saved in these movies and yeah to have it be like a uh, narrow miss sort of feeling was refreshing different different yeah definitely i feel like in this there was a lot of competition but it wasn't necessarily a huge story arc about like forgiveness and stuff it was like they're just two different people Mm -hmm. and i I don't know i like the way that that they kind of butted heads with each other a lot but it wasn't like at the end they're best friends they worked together they respect each other Mm -hmm. but they're not like best buddies right 
you know. They're not going to call each other for Manny Petties. Yeah, except maybe maybe Harley Quinn and uh, Katana and Killer Croc. <laughs> I was Kill just going to call sexism, but he said fucking Killer Croc. Good cop, good cop. <laughs> and it was the best character to name. It could have been any of them, but that's the best one. He gets a lot of hangnails. Right? Do you see those things? So. I, I the only thing I got to say about this movie is I think that their marketing campaign went a little too far uh, with that crocodile eating that kid. I mean, that's a horrible marketing campaign for this movie, right? <laughs> Killer Croc just came out of the water at Disney World, ate some kid, and and then they DC, want you to see this movie. DC's not part of Disney. <laughs> oh no! Oh, never mind. That was just a real thing that happened. Oh God, this world's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh. boys, I think we're about done talking about this suicide What about squad. Amanda? Uh, what about I guess, her? I guess I'm the boys. Oh, because I said boys? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I said boys in like a loving lady way. Lady boys? Right? That's nice. Oh. Yeah. Hey, lady boys. <laughs> okay, Slightly lady boys. more offensive. <laughs> I don't know how, but. Oh, but, uh, post credit scene, there wasn't any DC is mixing it up. I, I kind of like it, but I don't know. I do. I miss. I miss them a little. I think sometimes there's something. It gives you something to look forward to, and it's kind of like a little treat. Like you made it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they give you so much in the movie to look forward to that they don't need to do it. That's true, and it does set them apart from Marvel. Like it's way different than Marvel does the two now, and so it's they do two post credits, Fast and the Fear. Everybody does that, so it's nice to have not doing that. Yeah. So, from zero to four squad members. How many are in your squad? Zero through four. Um, I think I'm going to say it is a solid two and a half squaddy movie. Squad members. There's uh, two and a half squaddies. Uh, (laughs) Because I think it was far superior to what I expected it to be, but I didn't expect much. Uh, I I still think I like for superhero movies this year Captain America, but obviously this is way different. And um, I, as far as DC movies, this is my favorite one. Eric, I'm just gonna go with a nice rounded number. I'm gonna go with a three. Three out of four squaddies. <laughs> Squads. Yeah, like it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was entertaining. I really like seeing these characters on screen. Right, the the villain was great. Uh, the portrayals of everybody was great. I just can't give it four. Yeah, yeah. D- right. Don't be upset. Yeah, I'm not okay. upset. I'm just, I don't know Eric's how to, a little I upset. I don't know how to express why I can't. But it's not like it needed to be better. It just was a three. No, I I, I agree. Eric's really upset. I'm not upset. <laughs> I just not good with my words. No. Well, no, I I think you're right. You know you that know. I'm not good with my words. No. I mean, a four out of four is a hard movie to find, so you can't give everything a four right, out of four. I so I think a three out of four is a very good rating. That's you know like eighty percent. Amanda. Um, I'm gonna agree with you and say two and a half. Oh wow, that's pretty high for you and this. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, well, you know, I like a good hero movie. Mm-hmm. She liked her some Kara. I liked, I liked me some Kara. I liked a lot about this movie and, um, I just, I would have given it a two cause it's, you know, not my favorite thing to ever come out, but because of the originality of, um, it being bad guys who are trying to do the right thing, that's, that's my, 
That's my and a half. Okay. You only, you were going to give it a two, but your half was because Scott Eastwood was in it. Yeah. Is he a good-looking oh gentleman? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> good-looking gentleman. Is he um, the gator? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, he's part of Flag's team. Mm. Okay. Didn't I tell you when we were sitting there? That's Never mind. You weren't paying attention. More flags, more fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the point. <laughs> That's right. This is the show. And we will be back. Maybe sometime. Possibly. After we get off this bus. After we get off the Venga bus. <laughs>